podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. G'day, it's James Baldwin here welcoming you to another episode of Oz F1, Australia's favourite Formula One podcast. And I'm here back live in the studio with the two boys, Tommy T, Thomas J. Camp. Hello, boys. I can see your horrible faces. Hey. Uh, COVID has changed you for the worst, of course. Uh, it's good to be back, boys. Uh, yes, it's good to see you, guys. That's not what you said before. So. <laughs> I see. We've uh, just had a 40-minute catch-up that's been fully recorded, and uh, one day, if that ever hits the shelves, geez, we will be in a arrested. whole lot of straw. Thomas J. Camp can't afford to go back to jail. That's true. Can't uh, do a podcast from there, Campy. Uh, boys, the good news is, uh, in over a week's time, we are back and racing. It's also your birthday weekend as well, Campy, which mate. no one really cares about what because Formula One takes over. July 4, mate. Yeah, we're so American. Uh, yes. Stars and Stripes, Independence. I'll be celebrating from my couch while watching the one. Covered in a Confederate flag, right. no doubt. No, 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 no. Got rid of the Confederate flag. It's a bit racist. So, all right. So you're happy with your Marga hat? Full <laughs> Marga hat. I'll be watching a Donald Trump rally during that day too. <laughs> He's bound over. I'm sure that makes that all better. <laughs> but the good news, uh, we're taking the piss, guys. Well, Just. the good news about all of that is uh, we get to redo. Uh, pre-season predictions because we never really had a season. We just we had, had a, a whole race. lot of crap. Oh, jeez. The good, as I said before to you boys, at least <laughs> at least something happened with Vettel. Uh, so we had something to talk about <laughs> because all of the news stories have been what Daniel Ricciardo has said, uh, why he has had the decision to go to McLaren and not put it off. It's like, gosh, he's going there because Renault mm-hmm. are terrible. It's yeah. not. It's pretty bloody obvious. We knew that before we, the we season get, started too. We get this guy that just chiefed us on that's just left Mercedes and, oh, why it's a big deal for Mercedes. I'll tell you what, the guy's just... Is probably sick of working 80 hours a week and wants to hang out with his family. Yeah. That's all it'll be. <laughs> Can't He's do performed that at the top of eight years. And yeah. like, I get it. Like myself, I piss excellence every day. And I even get sick. <laughs> I get sick of myself at times too. So. <laughs> I think working for a German company... You don't get to work less than 80 hours, do you? This guy's just fed yeah, up. That's the point, though, no, mate. No. <laughs> You get gonna- sick of being awesome every day. That's- <laughs> <laughs> fig jam. Camp. Donald J. Fig jam Trump. Camp. Uh, but you've got to have something that you want to fix, like like Adrian Newey jumping across to Red Bull. I mean, Red Bull was, was not anything good back when Christian Horner managed to capture him across. So, like, I, I understand and see that. And now that all of the, you know, the budget caps are coming in and all that sort of other stuff, it's going to be a lot easier. The fact that he's still on as a consultant and he's got to rejig the team to the best way that he suits it says to me that he's leaving on good terms and it's genuinely got to do with probably a lifestyle. Yeah. Being, like he's worked for William 20 years ago, so he's been in sport a long time and this is a taxing and tolling sport. Yeah. Probably had a taste of sitting at home with his family for the last six months and going, a bit more of this, thanks. This yeah. is bloody good. Yeah, no, that's that's a very good point. And the last thing I want to hear is more of Karun Chandok commentary on the whole situation. <laughs> that guy, he gets worse at his job every week. <laughs> every week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least if he was a decent driver, we might actually listen. A bit suppose. like us, we're just doing podcasts to fill in the time. He, like, professionally talks shit. And he's <laughs> no good at it. <laughs> This is just a value-add excellence to your life, Gabby. So I reckon the biggest... (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell you what, it's good to be back in the studio. Jeez, oh, move on. Bloody hell. <laughs> I reckon the biggest changes from our original preseason predictions are going to be maybe the change of motivations for some of the drivers with their moves. Totally. For next year, even though they haven't even raced this year. So I wonder if that's going to play a bit of an influence. Because other than that, like technically nothing's really changed. Yep. There's not much other things. I suppose the shrinking of the calendar is probably the other thing to think about is certain races that would have favoured certain drivers or teams are no longer available. We've got a very concise calendar and maybe those races suit certain constructors more than others. And I think it's easier to to look at this is probably the going to be the fastest paced championship, i.e. there's going to be, you know, potentially Max or a, a Lewis victory in Austria or even Charles if he manages to get anywhere near the front. <laughs> very lot, unlikely. But <laughs> you're going to have something like, you know, early 2000s, sorry, mid-2000s where in the first couple of races you had different winners in each race. Eight races, yeah. eight winners. And that, 2010. 2010. And that is kind of, well, that is the vibe for That's us really, awesome. isn't it? Like, cause That's we, what we want. D- we're yeah. done with Mercedes winning. Like, yeah. all right, Lewis is a good driver and Valtteri is a good driver, but I'm just over it. Who yeah. cares? Let's start looking at who can actually be a championship. And honestly, Max might actually have a decent crack at, well, at this we title. We spoke about that last time. Two Austria races. He's won the last two. And Mercedes He's have, a weapon there. Mercedes have struggled at that track. Mainly in the uh, the cooling down, so they've had to rip basically yes. all the aerodynamic yep. parts off that car in order to keep it cool enough in order to do it. So we could see Red Bull come out and win two straight, put the pressure right back on Mercedes for the remaining six. Yep. yep. And you know what it's like racing from a deficit. They're chasing, they're making more risky moves. Yep. yep. Can pay off or it can end drastically way worse. In saying that, Mercedes will still win it and Lewis will still win it. But, so in this scarcity of races is also good because you can look at something like baseball who have 100 million games and you can just like get lost in the monotony or you look at like the NFL who only have 16 games. Every game matters. Yeah. This is going to be very, every race matters. There's no like, oh, we'll get it back next race. There's no next race. Well, they're going to make it count. Yeah, I love that. They're saying that we're going to get 17. We've got eight lock-ins. I reckon we might get 12 I was going to say, if we hit 12, max. we'll be stoked. Yeah. I don't even think we'll get a race at Australia next year. I, I think if we get yeah. a race out of Europe, kind of continental, drivable yep. Europe, yep. is yeah, going to we'll be a Yeah, we'll get one struggle. in the Gulf. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But like anything further than drivable kind of yeah, area think is going to be a struggle. Anything that's a flyaway race. Yeah, I think you're struggle. right. So it's exciting, but geez, two weeks before racing, not even... Yeah. yeah. Like 10 days. Bring it on. <laughs> Campy is that exciting. So in case you don't know what the calendar looks like, we've got two Austrias, a Hungary, two Silverstones. Uh, we're going to Barcelona, uh, Spa-Francorchamps, and then Monza. And as I was saying to boys just before we started recording, if that was the whole thing, like eight races, wham, bam, thank you, man, finish in September, Monza would be a fantastic finish. Ooh. I obviously don't want it to be like that short, but what a track to finish on. So that's just... If, to keep that in your mind, listeners, to as we're talking about the uh, the drivers and the teams, because, yeah, you're right, Tommy, a lot has changed since uh, January and February when we were talking about what was going on in preseason testing. You know, obviously, uh, there are drivers now getting back into cars again, and they're all getting into 2018 cars, which is very bizarre. Um, and they're starting to look at what they're doing, what they're moving forward, even things like with Austria Pirelli saying, oh, we're, we're bringing, you know, three different compounds to each race. I mean, that's yeah. really, you know, whatever, but that yeah. they're trying to make it 
Charge it up. Different. Um, this time around, we're going to start at the front of the 2019 grid and work our way backwards uh, to Williams or uh, the Colgate team. So let's start at the front. <laughs> let's start with the uh, the reigning champion, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, obviously, uh, in between all of these drivers, there's been a number of different things they've been doing online, whether that's been esports, uh, whether that's been rallying, whether that's been um, doing it as a hobby only and just having an extended period of, uh, as a hobby. That's for you, Kimmy. Um, but Lewis <laughs> seems to have been fa- you know, fairly consistent with all of his messaging on social media and, and that sort of stuff in terms of not being in the car, not really carding, no uh, posting about simulators or online or anything else. But Let's talk about what this year means to him because this is, you know, he's it's a big year. Is, he has the ability to top Schumacher, which is an incredible opportunity, uh, obviously, as we know. L- can we assume 12 races? Let's, just, let's work off 12. I mean, we, there might be more or there might be less, but if we work off 12 races, what happens if, you know, we come out of the blocks this year and, and Hamilton is floating around second and third. What do you think his motivations are going to be like? And even what do you think he's going to, his attitude's going to be like? Because you know he bitches to Bono a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to see the short season as like, this is a great way to get, not an easier, but this is a shorter run at a championship than he's ever had in his life. This could, this is, this is the one to kind of get him to the, the best ever. And yep. he's going to see that as an opportunity to go, you know, I could do this a bit earlier than I thought. This was going to be a struggle of a season if it was played out to its full length. I think he's going to see the opportunity and he's just going to go hard from the start, not kind of te- uh, timid kind of work his way into the season like he usually does. Yep. I reckon he's just going to go hard from the start. Yeah, he loses that ability to sort of test and adjust, doesn't he, yeah. in terms of how he feels in the car, you know, what Bottas is doing. Yeah, interesting. Campy, what do you think? Uh, he's a competitive beast. He will. We know what that guy's brought. We, we can we team what that guy does in a car when he gets his mentally in the right headspace. If he crumbles or Valtteri gets on top of him early and he shows some of those weaker sides of his, not so much his in-car driving style, but the out-of-car reactions that we see yeah. from Lewis at times. If that happens early, I don't think he wins the championship. But yeah. I look, guys, the guy's built for pressure. Like he performs in it every year. I just think he'll come out and. It's pretty ridiculous. I He's finished first 84 times. It's insane. Yeah, but in this, <laughs> you think about it, you break it down to this tie, uh, this turbo hybrid era. Yep. You know, I reckon he would have won 50% of the races or just under. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I know the year he won more races. He won 11 races the year that Rosberg won. And that was right down to the wire. Ten and nine, but that was really the only year that won on fifty percent of the races. So, yep, he's good. He is good. All right, Bottas. Now, this is an interesting position for Valtteri compared to the beginning of the year because we've had all of this discussion about whether or not Seb Vettel is going to be jumping into Mercedes. He obviously hasn't had his contract extended with. Uh, Toto Wolf doing other things as well, and we didn't really talk about that with Lewis. But you know that plays in a big part on what Valtteri is going to be doing. I think again, you look at something in terms of the uh, the ability for him to want to perform even more than he's ever done before. This is it. Like this is the reason, right? He wants to prove in the first couple of races that he doesn't need to be replaced by Seb Vettel or anyone else. He totally has this in the bag. Yeah. Well, Valtteri came out and said Mercedes told him that they weren't considering. So that's like when Christian Horner said Pierre Gasly's seat was totally and fine. They may just be managing it, but if they were that clear and direct with him, I don't think they are considering. I don't think it 
I don't think it works. I don't think economically or for the brand at this stage in both of their careers because they're still undecided about what they're going to do. It won't work. So I think Valtteri's comfortable with where he sits. Mm. Um, I think he'll have a good year. I think he'll get a couple of race wins. And I hope he puts the pressure on early, as we've said before. Come out, win in Austria, go to Silverstone, win one out of there, you know, two out of the first four. Hopefully Max gets a win and Lewis has only had one. We're halfway through our eight allotted races after that. So, yeah, the guys. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I don't – do you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I haven't said anything to say he will have dropped. It's whether he's going to come out as competitive as he did the start of last season because he came out so competitive yep. and probably woke up a sleeping Hamilton to some degree. Yep. Well, he said he's been driving something every week on the limit just yeah. to, like rally cars mostly yeah. through it. I can't, I can't see him Finland. falling back. I, I suppose it's more has he got that kind of fire to he's start off red hot again. Got the fire. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because he's four and a half years younger than Lewis Hamilton mm. as well. He's the same age you as Daniel Rick. You think of him as old, I guess. He, well, yeah. I mean, then, I mean you look at Daniel Rick. But you, I don't yeah. think many people really consider the fact that Lewis is, you know, getting towards that yeah. mid-30s bracket because of just how on the performance line that he is. But it shows that there's another four and a half years for Valtteri. David, 18 or something. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, totally. So yeah. Mercedes as a whole then. So we spoke about the drives. Mercedes as a whole, we're obviously waiting again for Toto to confirm whether or not he's going to go ahead. We reckon he is. I mean, there has to be a line for him to continue on at least for a couple of years, especially if Lewis hangs around. Would you think? Maybe not. No, I think he'll probably do a Ross Braun, take a year out of the sport and in a full-time capacity, then go and work for the F1, but then go and work for this Aston Martin Stroll Consortium, whatever that looks like, as a Nicky Louder type figure. Not that he's – I don't think he's – Yet, but he will definitely be involved at F1, still be in front of the camera, so he's seen. But whether as whether his day to day is taken up solely on F, why would why would you keep going? There's only well, one way good, down from the top. That's a good question. He's I got mean, nothing yeah. to prove. Yeah, it, it just seems like yeah. There's literally only down. He probably wants a new challenge, like we talked about before. Yeah, like you don't want to just sit as as much as like it's easy to say you don't want to sit at the top. Top's probably pretty nice. Yeah, but he seems like the kind of guy that's obviously trying to get in at the at the ground level and grow something and improve something. So yeah, I think he's probably felt like he's done as much as he possibly can in that role and in that team. Yeah, I mean the fact that he's looking at stakes and Williams again, you know, looking re um, reactivating his option for those shares, says that. He's more interested, I think, as you're saying, Cam, is the sport as a whole rather than as a tech. Because he's nailed it. He's kicked it out of the park for the last couple of years, which has been great. All right, let's talk about Ferrari. Seb Vettel, uh, obviously he hasn't – he's had a very interesting (laughs) mid-year before the season. We all think that he's going to do a pretty cracker job for this year. Let's assume that it's his last year in Formula 1. what can we expect from from Seven Ferrari? Obviously, in testing, Ferrari didn't show that they were doing all that well compared to you know other cars. But there's obviously not going to be a whole lot of listening to team orders from Seb. I wonder. I would think he's going to come out passionate, hot from the start. But I'd say if it doesn't go his way and he's not getting results, watch him zone out. No, I think towards the second half of the season. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair. You know I what I mean? He's just going to go there. Yep. My prediction is he will beat Leclerc this year yep. in points, yep. race yep. strategy. I think qualifying will be pretty even. 
Yeah. But he'll, I think he'll I think he'll come out and perform this year just so that he can, you know. Yeah, I think he's got a fair bit of pride. He's give, a prideful guy. Good. Yes. Give the finger on the way out and said, yeah. give back the wrong kid. Yes, because I suppose you could <laughs> say this about Seb's legacy is he, he's seemingly run from fights in the past and this exit could be seemingly being rang from a fight for a second time like he did – some would say from Daniel Ricciardo when he was a young rookie coming through. Yeah, I yeah. suppose that's one way of looking at Some it. Some people are phrased that way. Not everyone, yeah. but yeah. that's kind of yep. it could be framed to his legacy. So I agree with you. I think if he comes out hot, he wants to prove that he's not running away from fight and he's yeah. still the better driver. He's just looking for changes. I think the dude is a great driver. Great driver. You know, and I think this is an environment factor and it has been a lot for him in the last you – know, you think about his first year in Ferrari, he did very well with that car considering. Oh. Like yep. the consistently dude can, won, consistently won races. Yep. yep. You know, not many, but three or four a year. Yeah, but Ferrari, the car itself was yep. letting him down at that point. Yeah, it wasn't and, his driving. And he'd come from the pinnacle of F1 at the time. Yep, totally. And he's probably walked into Ferrari, which we all agree is a bit of a shit show. Yeah. With a lot of money, unfortunately, which gets you through being a shit show. And pull in the sport. So do you know what I mean? So he's kind of got to this like, wow, maybe he's just frustrated with the machine that's Ferrari. Yeah, and he's like, "This is just doing my head in. This time I've spent here is frustrating oh, him. It's sad compared to what his time at Red Bull was, which was probably unbelievably professional and cutting edge and yep. winning world championships. But he and because he built Red Bull, really. Yep, he and Mark. Yep, really built that up out of the ground. Yep, you know, even after Buemi and all those other guys, totally. it was those two who were really pushing each other. Yep. And I think you know, Mark Webber has a lot to answer for in terms of pushing Seb. Totally. You know, I think yep. a lot of the reason why Seb was was winning those races because Marky Mark was was just there. Well, you think twenty ten that was that was Weber's shot to yep. win the championship, and he unfortunately a couple of things happened that year which shouldn't have probably Abish probably should have won it. I think Mark should have been world champion that year. Yep. I think Seb got really lucky in that last race, but it played out before. Yeah, but um, yeah, you're right. The, but that's an environment factor. Again, yeah. right? Like it's it's something that has happened. You know, think back to Kimi with, with Seb. That was a really good combo. There was never any internal arguments. Seb mm. respected Kimi because, again, world champion, right? Amazing. Star. Yeah. Absolute star. But they fed into each other and there was never, you know, I think they got on really well on camera and they got on really well on the pit wall. And we're talking about, you know, where's Wally and everyone's going, oh, this is really great. Well, yeah. I think the management back then was actually pretty good too. And they well, just did a classic Ferrari thing, which is, Really change it. Oh well, we're not winning, so therefore it's the team it's principal's that, fault. Yeah. Well, hang as on a second, we, guys. As we said last time, Maurizio Aravina Benny. Yep, whatever his name is. Yeah, there. There, you there. do well. Um, that guy had that team in pretty good shape in hindsight. Yeah, they've changed it. and They got Mattia Bonotto in, and he is being yeah. shocking. Yeah, it's been no which we've love. spoken about at length. That guy is probably. The worst person on the F1 grid, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's why Daniel Ricciardo not going to Ferrari is, is a good one thing. of the many positives, oh. right? One of the many positives. All right, so Seb, we love Seb. Um, we obviously want him to stay in Formula 1, but I think this year is going to be a great year for him. We'll see what happens. Charlotte Clerc, uh, obviously signed into, sign, sign into Ferrari until uh, 3047 uh, <laughs> this stage. Um, and now apparently... Apparently it's doing films or something in Monaco, but all right. So, uh, Campy, ready? Pressure. Three, two, one, the, go. The pressure is on that kid at the moment. Oh, yeah. I, I still don't know enough about him. Yeah, he, he drove pretty well last year at times. Wasn't a whole season performance. Wasn't super consistent at times. Yes, the car was bad, but that kid, his attitude, the way he's been running around on social media and doing these esports racing – 
Mate, I hope he's my least favourite driver on the grid at the moment. Even Pierre, on, welcome, uh, welcome to back towards the front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, like, it's warm here. He's wiping his brow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. We know you listen, obviously. Everyone all does. It, all it takes is Ferrari to be crap at the first two events in Austria oh, yeah. and get fifth and sixth from both their cars respectively and the pressure becomes on him so much more. Vettel yep. can say, I'm a four-time world champion. Yep. This car is shocking. Yes, yes, nothing to prove. And I don't care about this team at the moment. Yep. Leclerc, he's the golden child yep. and he hasn't done anything to talk it down. He's talked himself up more than probably what he should have and he's not going to be able to back it up this year. Yep. He's going to look like... He's going to have egg all over his face by the end of the Couldn't year. Couldn't agree with him more. Yeah. Well, he's got a clear runway now. He is the driver. Seb is moving on. And when you are the driver and you don't perform yep. at Ferrari, that pressure becomes huge. Huge. And then Carlos Sainz comes in next year. And hopefully, I hope Carlos Sainz He's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. He's a professional. Yeah. He's a professional. He, he's like yes. a Kimmy. He will just get shit done. Whether the car's good or not, he yep. will get the best out of it. Yeah. Yep. But we spoke about this time yeah. uh, last year, the fact that Carlos was a fantastic driver coming through the grid. He's going to be the most consistent in Ferrari next year compared to Charles and he'll learn and he'll yeah. listen and he'll sit and be because he, he's, he's not that kind of temperament, whereas this mm. guy is like forward leaning. It's going to be a rude well, awakening for this kid this thing, year. The yeah. things can be pointed out last season was Leclerc getting fooled by these boyish tricks and things with Seb and his competitiveness and those kind of things. Like, that'll be where he really has to set up. Like, oh, they we said team orders and you didn't do them. How dare you get past me? Like, and can be rightly pointed out, there's no friends on race day. You've got to put your foot down and you've got to get to the front if it's, you want to be the like best. It's like when we're in Sochi and yeah. he yeah. demanded that Vettel give him that spot back because yeah. he drafted him off the star. I'm like, mate, you got the – like, yeah. that isn't going to happen That's this how year. this works. Yeah. Welcome and, to – And we know how – Bitter Seb and childish Seb can be at times. I don't think he'll be childish this year. I think if he's outperforming Leclerc, he'll get bitter and he'll go after him in the media. Yeah. And he'll make that team not a nice place to be in because the management will be putting on pressure on Seb to be a certain way and it's gonna it's gonna explode at some stage because yep. their car is not gonna be good. Yeah. And when it does, Vettel's <sighs> gonna leave Looking like the good guy, yep. and Leclerc's going to be sitting there going, "How do I rebuild this team? I'm so young. I've got a well, sh- shit manager. Yep, you know, terrible institution. The way it works, yep. and blah blah blah. He'll be going, give me Maurizio back. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's yeah. I don't think he has. He doesn't have the Schumacher vibe of because he, you know, Michael rebuilt Ferrari. I don't like the kid. He so, rubs me up the wrong way. Couldn't tell uh, at all. Uh, and if you didn't realise, dear listeners, Oz F1 equals does not like Ferrari. <laughs> there you go. That's just a hot tip for you there. All right. Well, let's talk about Maxi Max. Um, you know, he is, he's going to come out of the, the all the gates. I was going to say he's going to come out like below the gate. Funny that. Uh, uh-huh. Incredibly well. Uh, he is the only person that I would say, maybe including Lando, that hasn't necessarily jumped on the racing sim bandwagon they were doing it even when they were real racing as well so for him he i think like maybe not as much as orlando's probably more you know twitch and gaming and that's cool but he's doing it for experience and trying to learn as much as possible from every kind of sim that he can get his hands on um because he's not doing it for the showy reasons well i don't think he does the races because 
the Codemasters game is horrible compared to... No, no, sorry. I'm talking about like iSports and he's doing Le Mans yeah, 24. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. He's, he's doing, doing the proper supercars. sims. Yes, sorry. Not the, not the fake sims, which is kind of like, yeah. we go, oh, look at this. It's all no, crap. No, thanks. The, the good sim, the iRacing sim is what he's doing, which yep. is not on show. It's behind the scenes. It's like as close as you can get to racing from home, basically kind of stuff. Yeah, and he jumped in with the V8 Supercars yeah. guys in a couple of runs, I think even in Silverstone, and that was cool to watch. But again, he's just keeping a low profile. He's Sorry, Campy's been... rolling his eyes at me. I can see that now that I'm actually physically yeah, here. Yeah, okay. This is what I see all the time. <laughs> You've missed this. I was literally just thinking that oh, I haven't watched any of it. I've heard that he's yeah. been in, I've heard that he's driven really well. Yeah. But I, I think it's, it's an I've attitude thing. Esports, I just Yeah, yeah, but I think it's an attitude thing. It's not necessarily that he's competing in the esports. It's just him adding sort of more skills to his belt, so yeah. to speak, when it comes to that. Yeah, whereas with Charles Leclerc, when he won an eSports race, he came in, oh, that was the best thing that could have happened to me this year, really put me on. And then George Russell's comments about it, I'm like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Oh, I can't oh. wait for George Russell to be humbled and be back at the grid again. <laughs> Welcome to 19th, mate. <laughs> yeah, this has done more for my personal brand. So like, you want to fucking computer back game, you dick. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> How quickly we're off George Russell. I know. It? But so but Max though. Yeah, no, look stunning. Max yeah. doesn't talk about it. No, he but doesn't this stream year, it, he just does it. This well, year I could is not going have seen to anything kill it. from Max and I would have no doubt he would be ready to race as soon as he gets there. Yep. This guy's a professional. He's grown up a lot since he first came in. Yep. Because he came in when he was so bloody young. Yep. He had some kind of immature moments. We haven't seen that for like the last two seasons though. No, and there I hasn't think- been any kind of like frustrated, like, seeing yep. red kind of Max Vakrashen stuff. Right, I was going to say, there's none of that anymore. There's none of that. At He's all. He's utter professional. Yep. Yeah, which, and most drivers do come out of that. Totally. You know? Yeah, and that was probably the only thing holding him back, though. They all seem to yep. be in the middle of when they start in start yeah, in Formula he's, 1. He's a stunning driver. Like, oh. he finds <laughs> grip where there is no grip. Man, the dude defies physics what sometimes. What an opening race for him. I can't wait. He's going to oh. be unbelievable here. Yeah. Yep. The, car, so. the car's solid. <laughs> He's solid. I don't want to read too much into testing times. I think the only thing we know about testing would told us that Ferrari suck and they're going to drop back from where they were yep. this time last yep. year. Red Bull, I think they've got a genuine shot because it's the first two races. Yep. I think Mercedes will dominate the rest of the year, unfortunately. Yep. But I think Max, if he wins two or three races, then good win. Put I, some pressure on I Lewis. think Max is so good here, he could win it in a Williams. Like, he's genuinely <laughs> that good. So that's a glowing endorsement. <clears throat> like, he's that good at this track. I reckon just he's going to be so ready to race. He's so yep. eager. This guy's like, all right, Lewis had his last year. This is me this year. He's so ready to win a championship. That Austria race in 2019. Oh, that, that, that was my race of the year yep. last he year. He was yep. unbelievable. To yep. think, he started on the front row. Yeah. Shit the bed off the start. <laughs> Dropped back to eighth. Got passed by Albon, his teammate. Um then, like, passed, lapped his teammate by the end of the race. Got, yeah. you know. Insane. Passed two Ferraris and two works Mercedes in order to get there. And I'm some like, moves. Some unbelievable oh. moves. Yeah. The dude is and super talented. Just remember, Charles cried about it too, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was your favourite moment of Formula he, 1 last year. He turned into me. He turned into me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <you. laughs> There's the whipping boy for 2020. Got a new one. I'm staying with Leclerc. I'll Oh well, Stroll's not going to do anything this year. So no, what's the point ragging on that guy? No, he's got <laughs> he's got a team for the rest of his life. Yeah. I suppose he's going to be around long enough to rag on. So he's not going anywhere. Yeah, correct. Well, That's uh, a good point. Show some personality. That'd be good. <laughs> 
Uh, Alex hey. Albon. <laughs> Alex Albon uh, obviously had a really bizarre year this year. He's only going to get, again, half a season to race a Red Bull. Um, very similar time frame for him to jump back in to the car. I mean, he had a, he's had he been doing the esports stuff and a whole bunch of other stuff. I think he sort of decided it was probably good for his exposure to more younger fans, which is totally fine. It's not, not a bad thing. But talking about how he's going to be in the car, I don't think he was really confident at the end of last year. And Brazil was a real shame. I and mean, we'd ignore Abu Dhabi's last race. So we'll talk about the proper last race of the calendar. Brazil was a real shame. Mm. And, you know, Lewis was mad enough to go up and apologise. But that is racing, right? Yeah. He's in a car that's going to enable him, especially this year, Ferrari drop back in sort of the, the second team to potentially have a crack at a couple of podiums. Yeah, depending by right, on where he we should race. be in fourth every every week, minimum. Yeah. yeah. Like anything less than that is a failure. Yep. If if Ferrari does drop back like we're assuming. So he, is, he should be getting podiums on occasion. Like that should be his goals. That'd be good for him. Uh, obviously... You know, we'll, we'll, time will tell whether or not he stays in the Red Bull seat. We've spoken about this time and time again in terms of the pool not really being there to replace him. And we can all assume that Kvyat's never getting a, a works team drive again, really with the grand scheme of who everyone else is sitting. Look, I'm... Albon's still got pressure on him this year, though. He has to perform. Oh, totally. Because Red Bull as an organisation in the F1 team, their motto is, we need someone to push Max. Yep. Like Daniel and Max did for each other. Yes. Yep. Albon won't push Max the way they want him to. The thing that may get Albon over the line this year is he may capitalise on some mistakes from Sadies, which are in front of them. Yep. You know, some poor qualifyings or whatever. Yeah. And he may get jump up and get those podiums on tracks where it's really hard to pass. So yep. if he gets three or four podiums this year out of sheer luck and a couple of good drives, that'll solidify his spot for next year. In saying that, I still don't think it works. Yeah, I think what'll lose him is if he's not getting fourths. If he's getting sixth for no good reason, and he's yeah. floating around like Gasly was, and he was when he first got into the car, sitting like sixth, seventh, whatever it was. That's not what Red Bull's like. No, we need to be third in the constructors' minimum. So you need to be getting fourths. You need to be getting podiums. That's kind of what they're requiring. Even if you're not, you're not beating your teammate, you need to be right behind. Yeah, he's not you need to be a, the following car. I he's, think he's not he, on a two-year deal. He's like it's year to year at the moment yeah, until yeah, he proves himself. But I mean, we could, we said this a couple of weeks ago that you know Danny Rick isn't necessarily the fastest driver on the day. It's just how he capitalizes on other people on the racetrack around him. Like yeah. his racecraft is really great. So I think if Albon can try and channel a bit of Danny Rick in that space, yeah. I mean, and he, he even he passed moments. Danny Rick in Spa last year around. He had a great race at Spa. You know that was an incredible. Totally should be passing yeah. Danny Rick. He was in that. Terrible Renault. No, I know, but it was where he did it, not necessarily yeah. on the straights, but, yeah. you know, through the complex at the back. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what he does. But I, I like him off the track, so, you know, I wish him all the best for this. Carlos signs uh, for McLaren. Obviously got the first podium for McLaren in a hell of a long time last year, randomly, at the uh, after. after everyone had gone home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we spoke That's a little right. bit about him, about going to Ferrari. Uh, obviously the most, you know, the best of the rest in terms of 2019. He'll he'll be fine in red. I think he'll he's probably going to be you know in a better headspace this year, knowing where he's going. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think there's any negative feelings between him and McLaren. No pressure. I think McLaren's happy with him, but they're stoked about Ricardo. Yeah, unfortunately for him, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're they're very excited about it. I think they see the potential of that relationship, and they're kind of ready to move on from Carlos in some degree. And they were anyway. It seemed. Yeah. No, well, I think initially. The, I think the draw. I think McLaren were always going to gun for Red uh, for Danny Rick. Yeah. And then they would sort 
the, the other two. The other two out yeah. once they'd got Danny Rick. Because it sounds like Zach Brown's been chasing him for three yeah. or four years. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose if, if you were them, you'd go, oh, why are we going to have two similarly aged? Because Sines and Danny Rick are similar in age than Lando, so young. So you, you do like to stagger with a younger kind of up-and-comer. Yeah. And, I, like, to, to learn off Danny Rick. I think Sines is going to be good this year. I don't, he's got no pressure on him. He's just going to be Yep. yep. He's, got a, he's got to drive it yeah, in the red day next year. If he can he'll be stoked. And to be honest, this might end up being a better car than Ferrari. Wouldn't that be funny if he starts placing ahead of totally. Charles? Imagine, and like, imagine oh, the hype. Oh, imagine oh, the hype oh, around him. Yeah. Undo, undo. Yeah, yeah. Go back. Control Z. How have I done this? <laughs> Control delete. Hang Danny on, it's not Rick's, working. Danny Rick's sitting in eighth or tenth or whatever it is, and he's going, "Yes, that's going to be my oh, car next totally. year." Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, Carlos. You know, he's he's a good driver. He's performed really well. He performed well this year. Lando, obviously, big fan from last year. Me specifically. Campy doesn't like him. He's probably number three on the. List. Yeah, Give, why, why don't you like him? Give us your. Oh, it's not. I'm what does he need to improve it. on? I don't not like him. Oh, sounds like a breakup. I don't not <laughs> like you. <laughs> it's not me. It's you, Lando. <laughs> what 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 does he need to improve on? What's his areas of growth? Uh, I think he needs to get his on uh, race craft a bit better. Race yeah. strategy, race craft. Because he, he actually uh, out qualified signs last year. He did. In saying that, signs first four or five Grand Prix. Had issues, so it was an automatic yep. five nil up. Yep. In saying that, yeah, he needs to sort his starts out. Yeah, and his general racecraft. He loses a lot of. He loses more positions than he does gain on that first on that yeah. first lap, and yeah. it puts him. It puts him in trouble. He's um, chasing. Yeah. So, look, I think the kid's got some talent. He's got some caliber. He's got a it's good personality out lap. of the car. Mm. I don't do social media. I don't see a lot of it. Yeah. But from what I see around from time to time, it seems like he does a good job. And he's just a young like young kid like Danny Rick was with a big smile yeah. and was always laughing and joking. Yeah. Bit misunderstood at this time in his career. But again, he's got to drive this year at McLaren, next year at McLaren. Yeah. He's sitting he's in a sitting in a pretty sweet spot. So yeah. I just think he, he just needs to, in his second year, perform just you know on par with signs, if not just below it, and qualify well again and yeah. ticks the box. Came in sixth last year. Yeah. Austria. Yeah. I mean so, the guy the guy's no got a, got some talent and he's yeah. got a good car. That's and that's the thing yeah. with a lot of this is, you know, he is lucky in this in the fact that he went into McLaren. Because he wasn't part of any real pool. He came from Carlin to to McLaren yeah. and that's not a junior team all the way coming through. So it it helped that you know, he had that freedom, but he's going to be, in, you know, ending up in hopefully what we're talking about for 2021 and, and two yeah. in a car or 2022 rather in a car that is potentially going to be up towards the front front fighting totally. for a championship with the McLaren. And that's a good point. He is raw. He's not from like a true driving school. He is just raw. And they're like, this guy's good raw talent. Yep. Just get him young. We'll yep. fix the rest. So he's kind of McLaren's driving school and he's just done it in the F1 seat as opposed to. Staying longer in the junior categories. It's good. All right, well, let's talk about who is going to be his teammate for next year, Danny Rick. Hello. Uh, obviously, uh, the best Formula One driver ever to exist. Nah, not really, but we just love him so much, don't so we? Good. So good. <laughs> we told me we were watching a video of when he sack tap Carlos Sainz. So <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not love the guy? Carlos Sainz mid-interview and he, like, Danny Rick sneaks under the camera. You can see the top of his hat. And he just sucks, taps it and runs away. <laughs> They're best. Yeah, the dude is, he's oh. all over it. 
it's going to have a good, again, lack of pressure year. I think he's going to be disappointed with where Renault's going to be again, but we're all disappointed because they suck. Um, <sighs> but he's going to be looking at the, the papaya cars going, this is good, I can't yep. wait. You know, I think he he's going to feel a sense of pride in leaving Renault better than he got there. So he's going to want yep. to do things that he set out to do when he first signed that contract, which was help build a team. And he's going to do that and he's going to mentor Esteban. He's going to do all these kind of things and help set up the team like he said he was going to do. And he's going to try and leave in a good way. He's not going to want to burn the bridge and be a pissed off kind of prima donna. That's not his style. No, totally. So I think we're going to see a really positive kind of attitude from him, even if it's going to shit. Which it's probably going to shit. <laughs> well, we saw him have great attitudes at times last year. We were just like, oh. whereas if that, that happened in 2018 when he's in the Red Bull and he's punching holes in walls. Yeah, helmet throwing. Like, we didn't see any of that. Like, and he should have been throwing helmets last year with some of the crap going on. Yeah. And, but, you know, he was still in talks potentially with McLaren back from, from that point. So he kind of knew where he was going, where his, his bread is buttered. Look, we've spoken a lot about Danny Rick. And the good, he drove the 2018 car for a couple of days in testing yep. last week. And he came out and said, Knowing what we've got this year from two years ago, they're on the up. It's a hell yeah. of a lot better car, yeah. so that's a good thing. Yep, and that's but it's important for him mentally to have a think about that as well. Espen Ocon uh, obviously has been out of Formula One for a hell of a long time. Feel sorry for <laughs> yeah. the guy. Finally gets a drive, and then he's cut short. Can't get back in it. <laughs> Yeeted over to the side. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, you know, he's been. We've spoke about this. The, the thing that he has done wrong was play Gran Turismo, and now I just don't want to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't have, some, Codemasters. I don't have much some, to say. Probably got some sponsorship money from it, did you? Oh, oh big time. I'd turn that down. Oh, sorry. Grinch is nice. Crap. I'm not going to play it. Um, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a guy and apparently he's going to race for Renault this year. Um, Pierre Gasly uh, in Alpha. Another French Ferrari. Um, uh, former Sands uh, whipping boy, which is which is nice for Campy. Uh, I said, Pierre, welcome back towards the front of the unwhipping uh, grid. Dude's got a kick-ass car and race suit this year, at least. It all looks good. It looks amazing. Looks great. Um, I think the car is slightly different to, to the Red Bull, and, and obviously AlphaTauri has a solid team behind them. Yeah. What can we expect? Oh, kind of more of the same of last year, I would have thought, as yep. a, as a I mean, constructor. There was talks about them being a more standalone team and not so much like a, here, try this rookie team, yep. deal with that kind of crumbs. A bit more of like, no, you're going to be your own run team. More so than before, so not the junior team, the sister team. Is yeah, the official yeah, 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 yeah. That's their stance. Um, whether we see that manifest in any kind of competitiveness, it's not going to happen. There's no way. But yeah, they'll they'll still be fighting along with you know they'll be they'll be fighting for points every weekend. The, I think they'll be fighting for points in was, that eight, nine, ten position. Yep. It was unbelievably clear that Gasly prefers the way that this car drives compared to the Red Bull for some reason. He drives it through the rear end. That's what was said, yep. wasn't it? Likes a lot of oversteer from the back. And to control it through the rear. Through the rear, whereas the way that these top cars are driven, all through the front. Super light in the front, and you can throw it in, and it oversteers through the corner, which allows then the back wheels to mm, yep. like a four-wheel power slide and drive it through front he couldn't he couldn't figure it out no he just didn't grasp it because it's never what he's done he's driven yep. a bit right foot heavy which is not a i like i don't know anything about really driving it sounds like how you would better. drive i would imagine yeah Probably. Just <laughs> take the navara out and just you know flack it around with the driving from the rear oh full of tools that's why it's hard isn't it in the, just, spe- uh, specifically in the front right seat too. 
I've got the uh, I've got the seventy nine series Land Cruiser just priced it up. It's getting uh, it's getting delivered. You're a maniac. Yeah, I believe You're you too. A maniac. Uh, <laughs> Danny Kvyat uh, as well. I mean, he had an okay year last year. Some good moments. I mean, but again, Red Bull talent I think, pool. I think he's Alpha Dairy's long term option. Long-term. Yeah, who is going to win that battle? I hope Kvyat wins it. Yeah, but good. I think you. Good question because they were fairly evenly matched matched in twenty. They both had a chance in the big boy team. Eighteen, yep, and nineteen when you know he went back. uh, Pierre went back. He kind of dominated a little bit. I think, and it's an attitude thing, right? You know, if if it's true that they're not a junior team and they're the sister team anymore, maybe they can try and take away the pressure of well, we're just trying to get to that team, yeah, rather than going we're in this team. Let's just focus here. Probably unlikely to happen considering both of them have, as you said, have been up. Top and then come back down again. They've still got Red Bull contracts. Just remember yeah. about that. Yeah, so. I suppose it feels like they're more in an even playing field now that they've both had a chance at the top, didn't quite get it because Gasly came back and fine form. But I suppose Kvyat just had a kid. He was having it was yep. just a bit kind of a bit more chaos for him. I wonder if like fresh season, fresh start, no points yet. Kvyat would have been pissed between. as well to not take the seat He's in Albon like, Dude, going. Albon, this kid that yeah. I've been winning against this whole start of the season. Like, So it'll be interesting to see both fresh start for both of them at this new team, new livery, new race suits, everything, brand new trench coats. It's a coin toss for me. <laughs> brand new trench coats. Trench coats. <laughs> <laughs> like Campy's By one. Campy. Yeah, like great. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. really great hanging on your wall, by the That's way. Great. Are yeah. you going to wear it? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a piece of art. You don't wear it. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'll you frame send, it. We'll send it off for a signature by a uh, Is it now time to talk about Kimmy? Not yet, because oh. we're going to talk about um, uh, the 2019 Mercedes car, which is <laughs> now apparently um, 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 <laughs> oh, the force, um, for, um, King Racing um Pink Panther. The, the Pink Panther team, uh, apparently. Uh, yes. So Racing Point is... Well, I think they're going to be pretty solid this year. I think they're actually going to give McLaren a bit of a run for their money considering they've basically copied the Mercedes from last year. Well, if you, <laughs> if you had that car, you'd probably do all right. I reckon you would. Um, Checo, what? specifically, we're going to talk about what right now. What do you think now. about Checo, Campy? What do you think about Checo, Oh, I don't really care about him. You don't, to be you don't think about him. He's <laughs> hmm. not someone I like spend a hell of a lot like of attention. This is like the team where he goes. There's only nine teams in F1, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, quite no, quite look, look, Checo. Checo had a shot at McLaren early on. Yeah, probably too early. People say it was it was it was a year too early. He yeah. started Force India, had a great year. Then McLaren, oh, let's jump on this kid. He looks good, and he's racing Fernando Alonso yep. from memory. He's going to make and, anyone's going to look stupid. And yep. he didn't do too bad in hindsight. Yeah, but he got beaten by Alonso, and he was really nervous coming in. And I think that moving him up early has put a real mark on his career to yeah. say that he won't get a top drive again. Probably, oh, do, probably how do you see the avenue, though? Look, I, it's, it's a hard road. I can't see it. Look, he's great for that South American part of the world. And, oh, big time. You know, but advertising. What, and But this team might turn in. I mean, he's signed a huge contract. Was still three years left? Oh, my, four years left. Didn't yeah, he sign a five-year contract? Like yeah. it's, it is a yeah. long time for him to turn into – sorry, for this team to turn into what will be Alfa Romeo and uh, the potential 
Aston Martin. Uh, yeah, for a minute. <laughs> Aston like, Martin. Am I wrong? Wrong. Uh, wrong uh, uh, Aston Martin. Yeah. With the potential of all the money and all yeah. the technical yeah. advice that come down range, maybe he's actually uh, the and very some, intelligent some one. Some whispers of Toto and all these kind of things. So who's his contract with? Is it, with, is it with Racing Point and will it get transferred to Aston Martin? When well, it it's going to be. What's well, the same team? It's converted. I yeah. know it's the same with team. The lo- lo- well, I would imagine with the Stroll Consortium yeah, with I, his contract. I think you're right. But yeah. That's a way to oust him if they're getting sick of him. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Well, that's but true. Again, look, he's a guy that's he's like a Hulkenberg. He's going to be pretty consistent. And Checo gets podiums, unlike Hulkenberg. Yeah, I was going to say. Checo <laughs> has, you know, consistently got one or two or snagged a podium here and yep. there every year. Opportunistic so. racer. Yeah. Yep. Really, really yeah. good. All right, well, let's talk about Lance Stroll. Um, All right, we're done. Okay, done. Kimi Raikkonen. Uh, here we go. We're into Kimi Raikkonen. Oh, what an me. absolute dude. I saw him smiling in a photo because he with his child the other day. What a legend. On social media, Seriously which is very Kimi. unusual. Did you see another podcast? The WTF1 cards they did for the drivers? <laughs> <laughs> It was just Kimmy, zero, 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 because he doesn't care. He's like, don't give me any fantasy points. I don't give a crap. Uh, this is the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, the, the best. and the cut together is like, you know, we will race again. We will race again. It's more like a hobby for me. It's more like a hobby for me. Like, that is the best. Kimmy Raikkonen, you're a superstar. We bloody love Don't you. Change. We hope Don't that uh, you stay in Formula 1 for the next 20 years. It's Please. easier to keep Kimmy Raikkonen in Formula oh. 1 than get rid of him. Yeah. So just, just leave keep- him alone. Don't over-interview him. Just let him be. Yep. Probably, yes. I think he would have been really good in Ferrari last year with oh. Sepp and then they made their change. I think it was a year too early yeah. for me. But he's, he'll be good for Alfa oh. Romeo. Yep. He'll be, he'll it, be it great. Just, he's it's so nice to just know that he's there every week and you're going to get a brilliant overtaking move or just some class out of Kimi somewhere in the race weekend. But yeah. what's interesting too is we realise how good Kimi is because we oh. had Giovinazzi that came out of the Ferrari drive, put their feeder team, you know, essentially. Schooled him. And got schooled. <laughs> Look, he's a, he's a great measuring mark for drivers coming right. up. The guy is as consistent as now as he was when he pretty much first came in, maybe not rookie season or so. The yep. guy is just consistent. He is like... I mean, British the, the first half of last year, he starred. Yeah. It was like we had him running in, I think it was third in Austria as well. I was like, how so good is this good. guy? Anyway, so. No, he's an absolute superstar. Love him. Uh, okay, let's talk about Antonio Giovinazzi. Enough. Enough. Okay, <laughs> Roman Grosjean. Uh, oh, I almost said enough how as many, well. How many DNFs? Jeez. Yeah, how many uh, DNFs? Haas is... <laughs> I'm sad about Haas because obviously they've got <sighs> Gunter, who is an absolute Amazing. superstar, and they've got Roman and Kevin. And at least, you know, Kevin had a bit of, sort of like Checo with the McLaren thing, you know, just did, didn't have an opportunity to perform very well there. But he got some points at least and all that sort of other nonsense. Grosjean. Six DNFs last year. He's finished second <sighs> twice. That's it. It's just. In what? Ever. In Formula One. Doesn't he? One in that load. Him and Rockman won, didn't they? Highest right. race finish. Second. Oh, so he's just got podiums. Best podiums. Yeah. And Rockman won for Lotus. Yeah. Not a bad look. He's very good at crashing. Is he the at least he's consistent. Well, at least he got podiums. Yeah, but from now on. <laughs> yeah. Guys <laughs> guy's been in F one for a long time, so he's obviously got some work somewhere. Just not on track for yeah. the last few years. But again, that has been a crap car. Yep. You think about how many times mm. the brake fa- the brakes failed in twenty eighteen. Oh. Like he's going in a corner, and they just lock up, and he sends it into a wall. I d- I and just... we go, oh, he's crashed again. No, well, that's actually the car, and it's sucking. Yeah. But 
Um, Twice in Melbourne, they can had you stop like getting just... the, letting the truth get in the way of my story? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is a podcast, and we're opinionated. Yeah, but twice in Melbourne, just super bad luck both times. Uh, like, yeah, well, that sucked. For two them. years in a row, they were running fourth <laughs> and fifth, <laughs> and it's good pace. Oh, boys, just... that F one doco watching that those episodes, like oh, you feel you feel for Gunter. The other two <laughs> drivers get stuffed. Yeah. Right, go and check out Gunter's rant on um. <laughs> On YouTube somewhere, he's like, these two should sack him right now if it was yep. up to me. Fuck. Blah, blah, which blah, blah, which blah. is what I, I mentioned it in a podcast as well. Was It's interesting that he said that so publicly and now it's out in the world that he wanted to sack them. Yeah, and we should have done Do you know what I mean? Like, and done. now they've both but resigned. It's like, well, I'd be concerned if we didn't say something like that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we can't. We're not going to see much really going on from Haas, except for being yeah. potentially beaten by Williams, which would be interesting. Uh, George Russell, fantastic in esports. It's the only time Williams has been anywhere near the front in the last five years. Um, you know, we've spoken about him before. Yeah, he's the Mercedes junior driver. He can drive, and you know, considering he had a terrible car, although he was beaten last year. <laughs> <laughs> by someone who was like, oh, look, I had my time and, you know, it was a shame and it's everything else, the accident. But it's a victory lap, <laughs> 100%. And at least I got a point. You're welcome, Williams. At least there was a bit of money for him. Um, him and Latifi, like Latifi, again, he's a paid driver. So Latifi's a two-year-and-out kind of driver. Oh, Shall maybe you even won. Well, this guy's they, been... They usually don't go one, do they? They usually give you a second sympathy. No. This guy hasn't had a Williams. full race season since 2018. Yeah. F2. Yeah. Sat out all of last year because he had the drive for this year. Yeah. Rusty. But I don't know anything about him. I don't no, particularly care about him. No. I haven't heard a lot of hype about him either, which tells me that yeah. George yeah. Russell on the other hand. Well, what does George Russell need to do this year? He's going to be too big for his boots at the moment. Be He's, viewed by Mercedes as the next kind of option. He what already he is. To do? I think he already is. You don't think he can kind of stuff it up or yeah. do much? No. I mean, the fact of how he's been performing in that car down the back of the grid all of last year as his rookie season, like the dude did a pretty good yeah. job. Yeah, he's getting too big for his boots now, but once racing starts again and he yeah. gets to his natural position of back to the towards the back of the grid, yeah. you know, he'll he'll be okay. It's just when... Whoever leaves from Mercedes first and they promote internally in the pool, he'll take that seat for sure. Yeah, yeah interesting. I think it'd be good year. As I said, I think this time, I think I said this before. Yeah. Another year for him to out of car stuff. Like, yeah. Stop being a douchebag. You know, get better at setting up the car, working within that environment, teams yep. running it, structuring it. Yep. He will have learned a ton last year and already come yes. back in this year and said, right, this is work. He'll start yeah. to get that team working behind him a bit more than last year. Jensen Button mentioned that in yes. his podcast. Yes. That was a lot of what he did. Yep. He yeah. was like, oh, I was the shit. I was so good at everything. And then you'd realise how quickly you're not good at everything and you yep. need to get so much better. Yep. So, People like Lewis who put so much effort into that side of their craft, clearly are why they're so good. Yep. Couldn't agree with you more. All right, boys, predictions then. I want the, the Constructors champion and then who you think is going to be world champion. Merck and Lewis. Jeez, oh, it can be boring. Max and Red Bull. I like Max I'm, is coming out hard, boys. I'm yeah, going to go. I'm going to go with Max and Mercedes for constructors. Yep. yep. You just don't think Albon can put it together. Yeah, there. I think I yep. think the other boys are going to be too consistent and too far up there. Fence sitting, James. Jeez, hedge your bets between Victoria and <laughs> New South Wales. Always in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> More New South Wales at this point. What what it, I, I've I missed pulling know. knives out of my back when you're around. <laughs> What do you think the best in-team rivalry is going to be? 
hands down, Vettel Leclerc. Hands you down. That's going to be the most entertaining as well. Yeah, because there's down. going to be a lot of complaining on yeah. the radio. Because I think Ricardo's going to pants Ocon. Yep. Yeah. I think George Russell's going to school. Latifi. Whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm sorry, Latifi. I'm not going to remember your name. You're gone next year. Yeah, true. Nicholas. Yeah, I just I think that is going to be the most competitive. I don't think Albon's going to contest. I'm trying to think. I mean, we can have a Grosjean Magnuson fireworks, but that's not really for anything. I'd love to see them crash again. I'd, I'd, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I mean, careful what you wish for, mate, because that might be lap one <laughs> yeah. in Australia. Let's Bam. touch each other again. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that was just a nightmare. Nah, I think you're right. It's going to be so interesting to watch that Ferrari team this year. Yeah, it's <sighs> they're not going to be very good. Well, no, okay. the fireworks between and just the dynamic. Oh, oh, totally. Yeah, it's absolutely. But I, I think I think you're going to have Mercedes as the constructors. I think Red Bull will probably come second. Ferrari either third or fourth with McLaren in that mix. Mm-hmm. Then probably Racing Point because it's basically Mercedes from last year. Yeah, and probably Renault, Alfa Tori, uh, Haas, and. Um, Alpha maybe toward you know maybe yeah. Alpha ahead of Haas and then Williams like it's going to be that that sort of third fourth fifth placing is going to be very interesting this year. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. What, what are you most looking forward to about the year? Uh, it, any kind <laughs> of racing starting. <laughs> any kind of <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> just something turn on and go around a track competitively, please. Yeah, it'll be good. I've been watching the Supercross the last. We've had seven races in three weeks. Finished. Uh, is that a sport? AM times. <laughs> I love it. I love the Supercross. Is what, explain Supercross. Is that driving around in La Figure 8? No, it's a dirt bike in a, in, in a stadium. That sounds stupid. Yeah. Monster trucks in the middle and it's a break. Well. Do they have fireworks at the finish line? Well, of course they do. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, obviously, in red, white and blue as you yeah, come yeah, across yeah. the is finish line. Is this the NRL? What's, go- what's going on? <laughs> yeah, no, Wait, this is a sports <laughs> podcast. Cut that out. We don't want to talk about Lord. stupid Lord. things. Well, yeah. boys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you both in the studio, uh, probably for the last time this year as I'm down, but I cannot wait for racing to start in only a matter of days' time. You may be getting a few podcasts this year with just me and Tommy. Uh, which is, is what the people yeah, want, surely. It's what they want. And then I'm sorry for your loss, <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Uh, well, look, we There's going to be no professionalism, just banter. <laughs> we might talk about F1. Yeah, we'll, we'll just take the piss out of James for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed but not surprised will be my my slogan for them. No, I love you guys. It's, it's awesome to be here. Uh, as always, guys, please subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, we love all of that sort of stuff. And uh, we boys will speak to you as we lap well, get, Austria get, for the first time. Get the Fantasy League going, dude. Oh, don't forget about the Fantasy League, of course. No, That's the whole thing. The Oz F1 Fantasy Fantasy League is still active. Uh, I'm going to have to go and update all of the teams. Yeah, uh, go to in, go to our Instagram at AusF1, A-U-S-F-1, or our website, AusF1.com.au, and you'll see a link to the fantasy site. The boys have already started looking uh, as they rejig stuff and pull Ferrari completely away and put Racing Point towards the front. In the bin. All right, boys. Absolute pleasure. We'll Cheers. see you next time. Hello. <laughs> She, she's not the chosen one. <laughs> My chosen one, but she's oh. not. Oh, oh. oh boys. Oh. Boys. Oh. <laughs> Good podcast, guys. All right, that was a stand out there. Thanks for your uh, listening. We need 30 minutes so we can fucking Feel get free to... Uh, Just delete that trash, would you? <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.